Blog Talk Radio. Challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is the Ninja Pastor with Sunday's God in Country with Dr. Sean. Hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical reverend. Dr. Sean is a proud U.S. military veteran, former law enforcement officer, founder of the internationally regarded executive protection team. Through his riveting national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This show is biblically and politically engaged in the battle to save our country, with a pedal to the metal, with this Sunday's edition of Sundays with Dr. Sean. Buckle up. Here's your host, the author of the critically acclaimed book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Reverend Dr. Sean, the Ninja Pastor, with today's message. Welcome listeners, join us tonight we dive into the book of James. Look, we're having a studio problem, some sort of connectivity issue. I don't know, but I hope on you hearing us, um, tell your friends, and I'm sure the engineers there at Blog Talk Radio are working on it. So we want to welcome listeners all across the country. I say this every week, listeners join us across the country, when in reality, it's welcome listeners joining us all across the globe. It's the coolest thing. We have a group from Germany, we have a group from Sund, uh, Belgium, and uh, and so we're growing, and we actually had uh, a group last week, and they appreciated the, uh, the respectful exchange, and they were very, very respectful, and we're glad to have them. We hope them join us today. Uh, I want to say uh, thank you to all the people that sent, people that I don't even, uh, I don't even know, sent so many references. Doyle's uh, gran- uh, granny, we called her, and so we made a quick trip out to Ohio. Some wonderful Ohio and West Virginia people out there uh, came from West Virginia, and let me just tell you what, they these people know how to eat. They know how to eat, and they're good people. They're really good people. It was a wonderful, the weather was perfect. Everything was just perfect. It was a truly, truly wonderful, wonderful time. You might have a wonderful time. One we know in heaven. She's rejoined with her husband and her son, who uh, Doyle's dad, and and uh, she has no pain struggle. We also know she suffered no pain, no distress at all. Uh, she just simply went to sleep. So, yeah, that's isn't that the way us want to go? Of us want to go like that, but it's fine for some folks. So Sundays with Doctor Sean. People have asked me, "What do you call this?" I call it Sunday with Sean. I want to go out fight. Let her rip. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, some a bunch of people here saying, "Let me go to sleep." So people ask me, "What is this? What is this called? What is this? This this message? This Kehala?" Uh, Doctor Sean. So if the internet and use this with Doctor Sean pop up on iTunes and uh, all the different places, theninjapastor.com, um, you know all those stuff. So where can you look in this world and find sanity? The president is crazy. Wow. Crazy evil. His administration itself is crazy evil. The White House negotiated 
Iran. We're going to talk about the show, the collision of faith and politics. Hello, by the way, to the Ohio people joining us. It was great to be with you. Um, White House associated with our talk about that deal, and I'm doing air quotes for radio people. The deal. It's simply not a deal. You say, what's that have to do with church? Listen, Iran wants to kill all and Christians. That should matter to us. They've said very clearly, we are going to obliterate, we're going to obliterate Israel. Push Israel into the sea. And then they're coming after us next. So the White House negotiated with Iran. Death to a and death is that is never in its history ever. There's no record of them ever honoring any accord, any treaty, an agreement. Not one. Made all you know, Iran, the country that vows to get a nuclear bomb and use it to evaporate the United States and Israel. You know that, right? There's on tape. On tape. Who puts anything on tape? Uh, we, we've recorded them. Not ashamed of it. They're, they say, we are going to get a nuclear bomb. Get it. We're going to kill you with it. And they say, well, why would they do that? People say, people, they, they say, Sean, why would anybody in their right mind well, there's a key. They're not in the right mind. They're not in the right mind. That's what they said they're going to do when they get a nuclear bomb. They're going to use it to evaporate the United States and Israel. So Confederate flags are crazy. Confederate flags are rainbow flags. I'm not talking about tolerating. I'm talking about celebrating. Tolerate and celebrate two different things. And tolerate two different things. It's okay to dig up the bodies of Confederate soldiers and deface statues of Confederate Soldiers, putting an icon, putting an icon of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, in a bucket of urine is totally okay. That art. Christ-following bakers are vilified and fined by the government for refusing to bake a same-sex wedding because they, as Christians, would not bake a cake. The way that. The was not named in the suit at all. She's not named anywhere legally at all. The lesbian couple specifically the man, and that's what they refer to him as, the man. Did you also know that forbidden, the couple has been forbidden to speak about the case or to do public interviews? Thing in the country in the Constitution called the First Amendment. Last time I checked, we were to have this freedom. Apparently not. Yeah, I love that. I love that meme that's going around the Internet. President, still president, would be was, was. Get it? Is, is, was, was. Love that. I love that. I had to chuckle. Sexuals are rich heroes called courageous, but near poverty level soldiers left with only one arm and all others lost in combat, valor, heroism, courage, all forgotten by the White House. A young innocent girl is murdered by an illegal alien. An illegal alien, criminal. A murderer, many felonies on his record, with no fanfare from the press, a thug tries to murder a police. And he dies in the process, and the thug is celebrated with White House delega delegations sent to the funerals. This is upside down. It's 
thinking. What's good is bad, and what's bad is being heralded as good. A 13 now let me just be clear here a little bit more about Look, I am a hunter. I'm not a trophy hunter. I'm a hunter. I love to hunt. I hunt deer. I'm going to hunt elk, caribou, moose. Why do I hunt? For food. That's why I hunt. I am not anti-trophy hunting ethically. It's just a, a rare rhinoceros that was taken, I think, last, last year by a professional hunter. Uh, it, he paid, his last name is no he paid $386,000 to be the one selected to hunt this rhinoceros. The rhinoceros had within a month four people. Once they go violent, it's over. Once they get a taste of it, it's over. He was old and it was taken. So this man funded this community with $386,000. All the community say, you know, that's, we're talking about a line here. Newsflash in Zimbabwe, guess what they eat? Everything. They eat everything in Zimbabwe. If I'm not saying, you know, the facts of the deal, all of this. I'm an animal lover, and I can tell you, it's, it makes me feel weird and queer that they did this. I don't get the point be, hunting giraffe, although guess what they eat in Africa? Giraffe. I don't live with those animals. It's a big difference here. And yet, the left is calling for the murder, the murder, the dentist, who prior to this was a highly respected member of the community, super generous guy. He did everything legal, but the left is calling, and some on the right are calling, some Christians are calling man's death. They want to shut his business down. Newsflash, too late for that. It already is. Now, you think you're only protecting him? You showed him. How about all of his employees? How about all of his patients? Otherwise known as a wonderful, very so, on the left, there's apoplectic international furor calling for the hunter's murder. Innocent babies are murdered in the womb by the millions in the United States of America, and many of their innocent organs are ripped from their bodies. Oh, sorry, not their bodies, they're carefully taken from their bodies so that they can be sold, not so they can fund research, not so save lives. It's big. So your tax dollars go to pay for abortion. It gets huge money for murdering babies. My black audience, because I know I have a large black audience, my black audience is here to tell you. In Wilmington, Delaware alone, 82% of those abortions performed are on black bodies. I don't Lives matter. I say all lives matter, especially recent ones. We know that there are many church that uh, just losing their over this lion that was killed. And honestly, it's a it's it's a rough thing. It's a very rough thing. I'm not a fan of what none of us facts. If you knew what a crazy country Zimbabwe was, sorry, Shane, but my buddy Shane uh, is from Zimbabwe. He was on the show tomorrow about it. Um, Unfortunately, he can't. He's in meetings. But he would tell you that it's a wild place. 
happen all the time. So there's fewer over that, but innocent babies in the developed world, ripping organs from them, and nothing happens to them. Public, even in the church, nothing. How in the world can you feel secure? This world, evil world. It's the only way you can describe it, right? Wild and evil. By the way, thank you, Billy Bob, for putting my railing on in my house. I have something to grab when I fall. Appreciate that. We learned today how poorly our house. There must have been a shortage of studs. 40-some 40, 40 inches, 48 inches, no stud. Yeah, in inches. Stud. No. And that's what, the, uh, that's what the one railing is, is in, nothing. No wonder it came out of the wall. today is, is use scripture to help grip on you. I think it's important for us to know that is how the thing as it is to skip over to Revelation and just rush right over there and see how this thing ends. It's important for us to know how I think a lot of Christians live fearfully. We live so afraid. We live a, just a fearful life. Some of us anointings on us, whether we're artist that's not living in our anointing, painting what God tells you to paint. Some are musicians, not what God tells you to paint. are you know, people, and we're not doing business how we should. In God's care, in God's anointing, some of us are housewives, hired, some of us are a bunch of things, but we're not in our anointing. And our anointing is, you know, remember a few weeks ago, you... Your calling is your life. It's not something you do in your life. It's your whole life. James, the book of James we're talking about today, is fantastic at talking about that, clarifying some things. But I want to ask, how in the world can you cure in this wild world? I'm going to show you what your faith in God can do to lift and save you day by day. I'll show you how to be stronger, but I'll show you only how to serve but how to thrive. So share this with your friends if you're listening on the internet, uh, but not if you're driving, because, you know, that's technically, you don't want anybody to get hurt. James 120. For a person's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Let me and It's very, com there are some words. Person's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. You see the history of Jewish relations with the sad consequences of believers' failure to heed this verse. David Stern in the Jewish New Testament that, and he's correct on it. I was actually talking to uh, some Christians about Israel, and they said, well, we just pray for them. We just pray that they'll find Christ. That they'll Christ. We pray that God will open their eyes to Christ, that they'll turn from their wicked ways and follow Christ. The laugh when I hear because God, he made a covenant with them, that he said he would never break. And guess what? He hasn't broken it. He won't break it now. If Jews have tenacious to trust Yeshua or Jesus, it's only because frustrated Christians have attempted to accomplish God's righteousness through their own anger. Folks, we can't Jews. 
as an aside. We get mad at the Jews because they aren't into Jesus as much as we are. You just can't. It's simply you'll convince a Jew or anybody else of God's righteousness through Yeshua, the Messiah, yelling at them, being mad at them because they don't work. Well, you guys killed Jesus. You guys don't. You know, here's the line. We have to learn to trust God's plan. And God's plan is a little bit more complex, way more than we Jews' righteousness through Gentile believers' mercy, not their anger. Romans 11.31, and uh, the notes, if you have the Bible, talk about it. They receive God's righteousness through our humility, not our, not our arrogance. So verse 21, yourselves vulgarity and obvious evil and receive meekly the word implanted into you can now there is a in that verse that is a very very simple not very wordy verse but man and it's neat vegetarian no i can't say tofu not with a straight face uh beans there's a lot of beans in that it's you you a hoax there's a lot of hoagie in that. People listening from, if they're not from like the Philly area, they don't know what hoagie is. I said hoagie in Texas. You won't. I said a hoagie. Could I get a hoagie? She goes, what's a hoagie? I, it's a big sandwich. She goes, you submarine. She said it in two pieces. Submarine. Yes, ma'am. And then when she gave me the submarine, I realized she definitely doesn't know who he is. Good lands, that one. Salad, I don't So rid yourselves. Who does it say to rid? Rid yourselves of all the obviously. You can't do it for yourselves. you got to deal with you first. You've got to deal in your own heart, in your own life. You've got to rid yourselves. Vulgarity and obvious evil. Shaul or the Apostle Paul, the Shaul, um, he talks about different different parts of what he writes. And here Yaakov, uh, James, Yeshua's brother, talks about it. He does. He says, "So rid yourselves of vulgarity and obvious evil." You know what? We don't know. Sometimes we make we know. What Oh, I know what's evil and what's not evil. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. There's lots of evil around us that we don't recognize as evil. Why? Because it's edged really nicely. If you're in touch with Christ. You, if you're living in the Word, you you'll know what evil is. That's not. That's totally not true. There are so great Christian people fallen prey to so many things. Listen, no offense to my Lutheran brothers and sisters, but your church has some. has. Talking about how we we are evil, Christians are evil. Take this Iran deal. The the church, the Lutheran Church, has also come out with a statement to say we don't accept homosexual pastors, uh, parishioners, all these things into the church. Welcome them under the flag. We are big Jesus. I, I would say there's not a there's not a group of people that's more loving by and large Christians. Look, you have 
in every bunch. But the fact of the matter is, there's no more generous of people than Christians, people who follow Christ. Following Christ, newsflash, giving of yourself. But it goes on a little further here. talks about vulgarity and obvious Find evil. You have to look for it. You have to be aware. You have to be alert. You have to pay attention. You can't I talk to, uh, yeah, that's a chair right there. Um, I do, I talk about uh, personal security and all these things and consulting, things like that. And I talk about relational. Look, you've got to be aware of your surroundings. You've got to pay attention. You can't be in You've got to receive meekly the word implanted in that can save your lives. Listen, that's not hyperbole. The word implanted in us, how does it how does it end? It has to be self-fed. God's not going to force his word. He's not going to force his spirit into your spirit. He's going to say, if you knock, I'm going to answer the door. If I knock, I'll answer the door. That's how it works. Nobody's forced in anything. But you have to meekly receive the word. Not weakly, E-A-K-L-E. Meekly, humbly receive the word. The bigger than I'll say this all the time. Listen, we recreate God in our own image. We make God small so we can make God uh, simple so that we can worship Him. And the reality we make God kind and gentle and peaceful and goody and all of these things so that we're not afraid of Him. The big, the secret sauce is God loving, kind, and gentle. And sweet and fatherly and disciplined, resolute and full on the the that it he doesn't need us like him. The only way we get this word into us to our life is if upon us meekly. So let's see here. Religion involves not only hearing doing. You're going to hear me talk a lot tonight about hearing, uh, not only hearing, doing. The entire letter here, according to Stern and according to me, I agree with him, emphasizes deed over creed. You ever hear that? That saying, creed. Look, folks, doesn't matter. Look, it's great to believe and if you never have belief, look, if you say God has called me to be a welder, but you never pick up the of welding, a welding class flash for you. It's not going to be a good life for you. You know why? Because you'll be living outside of God's anointing. You can say, God has called me to welder, but if 20 years you welded a thing, how to weld anything, here's a news flash. Either God or you didn't receive the word implanted in you meekly. And this is the usual Jewish approach to religion, morals, and life. If you want to learn more about that, uh, Revelation 1-3, uh, in the notes, use the Jewish Bible in there. 
So number 22, don't deceive yourselves by only hearing what the word says, but do it. I'll say it again. That's a very simple verse, but it's very Don't deceive yourselves. Who deceives more than anybody else? To write ourselves. We lie to ourselves all the time. We tell ourselves things that simply is not true. And you know what? We're very, or we're convincing, aren't we? We say, this is the example of art. We say, well, maybe God didn't call me to art. Maybe God, because, you know, it's just something you hang on. You know, there's a lot bigger problems in the world paintings. Have you ever stood in front of a painting? Absolutely. In front of a photograph that absolutely locked you in place. I have. Lots of times. I know people personally for a painting and thought of the anguish that artists went through in creating that. To themselves out there emotionally, creatively, such technique, all of those things that have to happen. But the biggest thing is to paint what God tells you to play what God tells you to play. Workers work how God you to work. Just weld how God tells you to weld. All to repair people, repair how God tells you to repair. That's a, that's a reality. No matter who that's your calling, live your calling. Stop deceiving yourself to think just placeholder. This time that you're living right now is a placeholder. Even if you're retired, listen, you can bless a lot of folks. If you're retired, you can bless folks just no time. If you're a vibrant retired person, go to retirement centers. Go to senior centers. Go there and let people. Let your light shine. Don't let yourself get bummed out how they're bummed out. You know, oh, the doctor's got me on 342 medicine. I live that love and that light of Christ upon them. Be positive, be hopeful. Why? Because we have the hope of salvation. We have the hope of being in Christ, let me ask you this. How many, well, this ends with this, yourself by only hearing what the word, you ever you ever tell somebody, they, they ask you for advice, you give them advice, they clearly like it, listening, I hear you. You know when they say it like that, that's very Sussex County, by the way. I hear you, I hear you. I hear what you're saying, but are you listening? Are you listening to what I'm saying? If don't deceive yourself by only hearing what the word says, but do it. How many only hear what you want to hear? Yeah, right. I want to hear what I want to hear. I don't want to hear. Look, I want to hear. I want to do. I can. I can do whatever. I can climb steps. I can whatever. I want to go running, ride my bicycle. I want to do all that. I want to. Right. I want to do what I want to do. How many leave out parts of the word that they don't like? You'll notice I kept, a lot of people do though. When they read, they skip over some stuff. A lot of pastors do that. They don't like teaching on certain things. So they skip over it. A lot of when we read scripture, there's parts of scripture that are just hard to read, right? And so we skip over them. We just don't want to read that part. Some of it really hits us. Stomps because we don't want to read that. Reasoning those parts out is obsolete. That's what happens a lot of days in today's society. A lot of people are saying, you know, that's Old Testament or 
that part of the New Testament is talking about a different thing. And, you know, we're going to live, we're going to live in the love and redemption. That's called antinomian. antinomianism is all you need is grace. There's nothing else for you to do. Just cheap grace. You just, you just live in the, nothing else. There's nothing else expected of you. Antinomianism. Let me ask you something. Am I guilty of this when I eat crap? Because the Bible's clear. The Bible's pretty clear. You say, well, that's silly. That's small. Is it really? I leave out some part. You know, I can eat the burger. Can you eat the burger? Think about it. Burger is fat, blood, and meat. Eat the fat or the blood of an animal. Oh, we're going to shut some folk down here. Going on, going to just a burger. You say I can't eat crabs. I'm gonna say you can't eat a burger. Fair is fair. All fair and love more. Yeah. yeah. Gravy. Whew, you know I love some gravy. Now you just hurt. She just hurt me. She just hurt me right there. Okay. Twenty. For whoever hears the word but doesn't do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror who looks at himself. Immediately forgets what he looks like. Now, here's a little quick science, unscientific survey. Who in my audience has a mirror face? You ever put a mirror like this normal? And let's say this is the mirror, and then you go. Then you're just normal. Normal. Honey, come on. You know it's true. I know a lot of people don't look in the mirror. I don't like looking in the mirror. I don't like how I look. But I try to forget what this looks like. That's why I have a face for radio. You know what that was? That was a joke grenade. Explain that one time when I said joke grenade. Would you get what a joke? The people didn't get what joke grenade was. You know, on a grenade, you pull the pin, you throw it, and it gives you time. Safety comes up, and they still didn't get it. So I said, never mind. <laughs> joke grenade. Someone who looks at his face and who looks at him goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like instead of grooming himself to face the day. Stern says it very clear. That person is failing to use properly, that is actively instead of passively. Torah, or better translated, the complete Torah, 5.17, is the believer's perfect, complete mirror. He completely reflects his ungroomed and his sinful As Shaul puts it, the Apostle Paul, the emissary Shaul, what Torah really does is show people sin they are. In sight, no one alive will be considered righteous. Of observance of Torah commands, what Torah really show people how sinful they are. The believer uses the perfect mirrors of his spiritual condition to correct and what he does, your behavior you do, right? If you have a behavioral problem, you have a what you do problem. Stuff you do problem. You know what? Behavioral problem, guess what you have more than that? Even before that. You have a heart. You have a spirit. You have here, tell me all the time about their, you know, the different, uh, say they have a a, a sister or a, a child whatever. Love you. Love you. I love don't do what they're supposed to do. They don't do what they're told to do. Newsflash. You prove you love me by doing what you're told. It's reality. And that, and that relates 
and compares very favorably to God. Can we ever be perfect? No, not until we're in his presence. But if we say, look, you know what? I'm not going to try. I'm just not going to try. I'm going to give up. I can't ever do it anyway, so why would I try? No. It was behavior. That's what you, you go to the mirror, right? In the morning when you're getting ready, you get yourself ready, right? You look in the mirror. You see what's there. You say, okay, I got to fix this up. That's the way it's the mirror. The perfect Torah, which gives freedom, literally a perfect or completed law of the freedom. Yeah, I, Torah, which gives freedom, having earlier spoken of it as freedom Torah in verse, uh, uh, chapter two, verse 8. At the same time, it as the God-given standard, which may transgress, speaking or judge. That's it. verse 4, verse 7 and 12. Folks, if Torah is so unimportant, why are there so many verses telling us, hey, so answer with all your stuff you have to do. And we wrote it down for you. Here you go. The perfect Torah. Michael Lichtenstein, uh, beautifully, the Messiah perfected it since the Lord said he came to make complete. It gives freedom. He continues that the believer in Yeshua no longer serves God like a slave, fear, but like a son serving his father out of And one of my friends, uh, Posted that she uh, she's she's really really attracted uh, her husband very young and she's dating and she says talk about Texas girl here uh, and she's dating and so she was on her first date nice clean uh, she just wasn't sure because she's real shell shocked she doesn't know this whole dating thing's throwing her off and she said but you know what I asked him life he said, just tell you home she said you're 31 years old. He said, yep, that's correct. I am 31. Come home to take care of my brother's very ill. Oh, wow. She, wow, that's huge. That must be such a pain being such a young man being house. He said, it's not a, it's a privilege. I'm honored to be able to care for her just a little bit of what she did for me. She sowed so much of herself, her heart, her, all of those things she sowed into me. It's a privilege to be able to do that. Even a little bit her. She said, she, she said, wow, I might have a little something here. This might be a good fellow. He means that the believer in Yeshua serves God out of fear, but like a son serving his father out of love. Doyle, many of you know, after my crash, I could barely, I could, I had walking, doing all these different things. You, you guys know, I would choke a lot. I, I didn't have any recollection 10 minutes whether I ate or I two hours or ate or didn't eat, whether I'd had anything to drink. There have been many days when Doyle wasn't there. 4.30 rolls around. I'm thinking, man, why, why am I got a headache? My head weak. I'm stumbling. What's wrong with me? And then I remember, oh, I haven't eaten today. 4.30 in the afternoon. Doyle would day say, and he'd look at There's nothing going from that water or there's no glass there. Let's get you something to drink. Let's get you something to eat. He would make it and feed it to me. When someone you like that that's a testament of love tell me all you want use flowery words all you want you see that lady from Texas, 31 old she's she's 30 31 that's nice of him to tell but maybe one time bring her over there and see care for your mother talk is cheap talk is cheap some christians misuse this verse by, by 
Romans uh, proclaim joy and being free from the law, by which they mean free from the supposedly oppressive rules and regulations prescribed for Jews. That's for Jews. That's not for me. But the Torah of Moses. Actually, the situation is precisely the opposite. As Stern says, it is the which, because it's perfect, gives freedom. Only rebellious, here you go. You ready for this word? Antinomians. What? Free of charge. Obligation to you. Yeah, I'll sharpen your knives for you with that. That's free of charge. Only rebellious antinomians seek to be free of rules and regulations. Please understand. Oh, I better look, see what time it is. That only within a framework of law is true freedom possible. Folks, if we did away with all law, we have too many laws. We have way too many laws. Uh, in this country, it's a little ridiculous. There, we're very when we've allowed it, we've invited it. We, okay, legislators. You know how we call our Congress people legislators. You know why they changed that? You know why that became so popular? Because they wanted to act like the act of law. They're legislating society. Here's a newsflash for you: We have plenty of laws. We don't need any more laws. We need to enforce the laws. That we need to do away with the laws that we have. A whole bunch, a whole bunch, bunch. Moreover, the Brit Hadashah, the New Testament itself, the New Covenant, the New Testament, has been made Torah. That's, uh, that's talked about throughout Scripture. 1 Corinthians 9, 20, uh, no other believer, no believer who believes in Christ is free from this. The perfect or completed Torah, then, is the Torah that includes the New Covenant for the New Testament that we can read. Within the framework of this perfect Torah, Messianic Jews observing the mitzvot, given the Jewish people, Sinai, serve God in full freedom of spirit, while the same perfect Torah gives Messianic Gentiles equal freedom not to observe. You say, well, you're, you're tripping me up. That's in Acts 15, 20 and 21. Uh, just like Jews have freedom to do, they have the freedom to do Torah, to live Torah. Life is their you have the freedom not to. You have free will. You do it if you want to. You're called to it. We weren't not called to it. We, we have the freedom to do it, and that will make us free, or the freedom not to do it. Just saying, what we we do? I can't hear. Be warned, however, that this perfect Torah is just as capable as the pre-New Covenant Torah of being to a you see, you know why people are so afraid of Torah? Because they think of it as 613 laws. 13 in, 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 the, in verses telling us what to do. Some silly made-up stuff. What in the world we do? You know, if you observe Torah, uh, really been proven who are observant, very aggressive about being, are the healthiest people. Because of the Levitical laws, the eating, the diet, all it's it's they're you know they're typically very healthy people. Here's a news flash. I know some people listening right now. Happy birthday, uh, eighty-five. Who are the happiest people I know? Would you like to know? No, he's eighty. No, he's eighty-six. He's eighty. That's right. He was eighty-five. He's eighty-six today. And you know what he had today for the first time? And I take full complete credit for this. Anybody? No, no, he's he's fully and completely observant. From this class, from me teaching, what I always talk about, 
brownies. He's never had brownies his entire never had brownies. He ate two brownies from the bodega on the corner and then sent his wife, dear sweet little sweet little back down. They were baking more brownies. He she waited, bought the whole pan, and he ate the whole pan. says. Morty said, mad at me. Get mad at me. I'm gonna die fat. Right? But he's the happiest guy I know. He's the happiest guy I know, and he's dying. He's like terminal terminal. He's told him a few months ago, look, you're you're 60 to 90. It. But he's happy as can be. More brownies. Eat up, brother. Eat up. By the way, arrangements go to, uh, upon his death. He paid $2,800 uh, for this to set it up where he's been many times. Um, his body will be taken to where his family is. Within 24 hours, he'll be buried in Israel, according to. He's got that all set up. He's very happy about it. Very, very happy about it. I said, I'll finally, I'll finally to Israel as a, uh, as a visitor, just so I can come stand at your grave. I'll leave a brownie. Is the Torah of Moses incomplete, less than perfect? No, of course not. It was God's perfect, complete, efficient revelation to make at the history when it was given. Later, when the appointed time arrived, God sent forth his son. That's Galatians 4.4. 4. Initiate a new covenant to provide further instruction and instruction. Torah, the word is Torah, but there it means instruction. Adding to and completing the light of the history which had transpired since Sinai, the Torah which was already perfect. And there's a promise, a fuller revelation in the end day when the Messiah returns. How many of you are ready for that? If you're eager for the Messiah's return, and what we'll see him, we'll not see him obscurely through a fuzzy mirror. In age to have great aren't we? Mirrors that it's an exact reflection. But you know, in this time, they didn't have that kind of mirror. They shine metal, all kinds of different things to create a reflection. And it wasn't super clear, no matter how much you tried back then as compared to now. First Corinthians 12 and First John 3, 2 uh, talk about that. We will see him, Christ, not obscurely, he truly all right, five. We have, but if a person looks closely into the perfect Torah, which gives freedom, and continues becoming a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, it requires, then he will be blessed in what he does. There's a lot of if then in there, isn't there? You do this, then have this. People say, well, that's not the way the word is. They say that's not the way the gospel is. It's not that way. All you have to do is just say a quick little thing to go. You know what has to happen? That quick little thing to say, people love to say the little salvation prayer. You have to what? You have to understand it. You have to mean it. Understand it and you have to mean it. Folks, just regurgitating something means nothing. It means nothing. It's Listen, you know what else? If you forgetful hearer, it says very clearly, becoming not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, doer of the work it requires. Then he blessed you have to be a talker 
of the word. You have to live your life for playing. You know what? That's a lot harder than people realize. Living your life as your picked on the, the art today, but let me say, how about if you live your life no matter what you do? Stay you're in, live it as your calling. All of us have gifts. All of us has wonderful things that we can do, wonderful things that we're about. We all have hard stuff too. We all have our hurts, habits, and hangups. But we also are calling, the thing we're called to do, to be a reflection of the love of Christ. People, and it always cracks me up. People that always want to talk about the love of Christ, the love of God, the, you know, the, the power of salvation, all things live joyfully. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants it. I'm telling you, the world doesn't want less joy. They don't want more work, more anxiety. If we as Christians, if we believe in Yeshua, we believe he came to the cross and he beat that down with his own death, that, that the wood that he created was stained with the sun, the ground and the very soil that God reached down and formed man. Oh, listen, if that doesn't give us joy enough to explode into the world and say, man, you have to say, wow, I have. If you have what you're supposed to have in your heart, newsflash, people will come up to you at some point and, you know, something different. Let's say you lived in sin your whole life. You lived a, a dark life, an unhappy life, and then you found someone makes a difference. Not because of what you tell them, but by what you show them, but what you do. Be a do of the work that it requires, and you'll be blessed. Number 26, anyone who thinks he is religiously observant is not controlling his tongue, deceiving it. You'd think I read ahead. And his observance counts for nothing. Anyone who thinks he's religiously observant, he is a rottweiler. Hey, man, I've got all these rules down. I know how to do it all. I'm the man. Right? The dude knows exactly how to dress. I know exactly how to talk. I know exactly what to say. I know how to make things look good. I know how to do these things. This is something I can do. And I can look very religious. Then... He flies off the handle. He gets mad just at the drop of a hat. Yaakov, or James, the brother of Jesus, the leader of the Messianic uh, Jews there, the Messianic congregation says, look, if you think you're religiously observant, but you don't control your tongue, you're deceiving yourself, and what you're doing, all that stuff you're doing, for a hill of beans. He just hill of beans if he knew such a thing. But he said for nothing. Look, anybody, uh, Greek is threskos in this verse, threskia, or religious observance, in the next, as well as the same related words, um, Colossians 2.18 uh, and verse 23. These places in the New Testament where they could appeal in performing religious acts, whether in connection with true religion or false. Look, you can be zealous all you want. You've ever zealous is? Zealous. I'm over. Most people in the Christian world, they can't be called overzealous. They're, they're underzealous, folks. They're underzealous. This is guilty. Finger right back at me. I've been underzealous a lot. Zealous is the benchmark. 
and most because we're being called overzealous we'll never do because we're afraid of being a hater we don't say things as they really are because we're afraid of people that look at us we don't go help them we don't welcome them then not this congregation this KLA is amazing i believe just about anybody could walk through that door and they would be welcome comforted they had bumps and bruises we would put bandages on them and we'd send them on their way in love good people they'll leave differently in jewish terms one could say equivalently anyone thinks he is dati which is religious hebrew for a lot just which um in yiddish is pious or which is one who observes the commandments of the torah but does not is deceived there's got to be a sense of solemnity of calmness in followers of yeshua of Christ, the Messianic congregation. There's got to be some sense of peace that comes from you, that comes from me. Listen, if I got to preach to and then I have some sense of some sense of, look, I believe what I'm saying. I believe what's in this word. I believe he did what he said he did, and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And in my smallness, I can't stop it. He's the almighty God. And I'm a little bit. We can talk a good game. We're deceiving ourselves if we don't control our tongue. And control our tongue isn't just for the handle. Get mad every time somebody says something to you you don't like. Oh, you offended me. Poof, and storming off. Since my storm off, hardest feet, and then I trip and fall, and I look silly, and it's not as effective. It's just not as effective. The, and. As I say the word, all fired up at the word. I'm thinking another word, but it comes out of my mouth. That means nobody's impressed by that. Verse 20 religious observance that God the Father, pure, as you'd think I was reading ahead, considers pure and faultless is this to care for orphans and widows in their distress, keep contaminated world. Listen, folks, you heard me when I started in, in my morning today. You heard me talk about. Planned Parenthood. I want you to understand. Look, I one. I've done this. I've I, I have comforted who are coming for an abortion. Know their story. I didn't need another story. I don't need another story. It, the story is at this point. The deed is done. The can't unring. Sat with them and I've talked to them and I've said, no. It feels like everything in your life apart. I know it feels like have this child life is over. I'm here to tell you, if you honor the gift of life that is born in you when you follow God, trust me, he will make a blessing in your life where you thought it was a curse. And I've had him tell me, no, it's painless. It's, there's no effect. It's, I'm in, I'm out, I'm normal, everything's fine. They said it's, it's nothing. They said it's tissue. Look at my Facebook, God and Country Radio. Look at my Facebook. Look at my webpage. Look at all the different things. Listen to my speeches. I'm telling you, at four, just look. You say, why are you harping on abortion all the time? You know what? If we don't rescue, the, are we going to rescue ourselves? We're born. We stop being innocent. We we lack we lack excuses once we're born. If we can't defend the defenseless, my, then we do. 
But you know what it talks about, what we should do here. To care for the orphans and widows and to keep oneself from being contaminated by the world. Being contaminated. You know what? Who knows being contaminated by the world? Being contaminated. Anybody? Anybody know it all? Being contaminated by the world. Mixing paganism with faith. What? Another way of putting it? Some way of putting it? Mixing everything that isn't God. It's, it's missing death, death with life. It's mix everything that is not is of death. You talk about Iran, you say, oh, Dr. Sean, why are you talk about Iran so much? Listen to tomorrow's show, politics, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., Monday Standard Time, same station. Google me, The Ninja Pastor. You'll find it if you're if you're listening on this through all you back to this link, show you our episode. You can listen tomorrow at four. I'm going to talk more about this Iran deal. This Iran deal is satanic. The people who are promulgating this just absolutely asinine deal are satanic, are evil, and they are of death. Anybody here concerned that Secretary of State John John Kerry, his daughter, to an Iran a high up Iranian family? Anybody have any concern about that? Have any concern? Hillary Clinton that wants to elect uh, her chief advisor over the past how many years? Huma Abedin, her family is Muslim. They are so. Does anybody care about these connections? At all, I do. Out here, and this does. Sharp and and all of those things. I'm I'm just here to tell you, folks. I'm here to tell you, we are being contaminated by the world, and we become contaminated politically when we are silent in the face of evil. You know, when five soldiers are murdered on American. They're in uniform and they're murdered. And one of the officers that fought back is now courts-martialed and go to jail because he fought. That's a sick society when that happens. He should leave because more people undoubtedly died. If you look at that, and see evil and darkness and death, then you're not enough in the world. We've been for too long. I want you folks to join us next week about this. We'll stop here. Um, I don't want to run apart. It's very, very for all of us to understand. I over it an awful lot uh, before I really got being said properly. Let me, let me say this to you. Um, this show is really a show. You're joining us for church. You are, uh, you're not going to join us for ice cream because it's gone. The two half gallons ice cream on. I think one of them was cherry vanilla, I think. That's, what was it? Oh, that's amazing. I love all that stuff. It's unhealthy, you know. Um, But everything. Listen, this is a unique group. There's only one group like this, and you're it. So, folks, if you're in the audience and you're anywhere in Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, uh, even the even the southern 
or the uh, northern tip of, of Virginia, come on and see. People come from two hours away. Come on. We'd love it. We'll feed you. You'll have a nice, comfortable chair. Come to be around good people. That's what we're about. Thank you for joining us today. Go to theninjapastor.com if you want to support one. I got some letters last week. Somebody said how to ninja.com. There's a donate, or donate button. Um, well, exactly it does. It's totally secure. Um, you go on it and you you put that in. It's completely anonymous. So that's for you. Thank you for coming back and see us. We love you. Join us next time for Sundays with Dr. Sean. And please follow this show and the Collision of Faith and Politics radio show during the week at www dot blogtalkradio.com forward slash the ninja pastor and follow dr sean on twitter at the ninja pastor and on facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash god in country radio and check out all the free messages archive shows and buy dr sean's critically acclaimed book excellence killed the church how mediocrity is destroying america at www.drshawngreener.com Join us during the week. And in the meantime, Dr. Sean will be fighting for you and for this great country. Thank you for joining us in this fight. <laughs>